Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talby, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Hope you've been enjoying it so far. You can always go ahead and submit a question if there's anything in particular you would like me to talk about on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co, and we'll go ahead and get into today's episode. So today is about the tax basics, what school didn't teach you. So taxes, in my opinion, may be one of the most important topics, if not the most important topic, when it comes to financial planning. Now, it's hard to say it's the most important topic because some people are hoping to achieve different things than others. Some are hoping to maximize their situation. Some are hoping to invest in a way that's aligned with their financial goals. But I believe that they must work together to achieve that effectively. So everyone's situation is obviously different, but maximizing tax strategies and taking advantage of deductions and other resources can save you a ton of money over the long run. So many of my friends, and myself included, wish we learned the ins and outs, if not just the basics, of taxes when in high school. If we know early on how to even file a tax return, or even what to look for, or maybe even what questions to ask a tax preparer, I I just always thought that could be so helpful. But I didn't learn that. And I'm a big believer in financial literacy, and that it should be taught in high school, but that's a conversation for another day. I'll have to take that up with the Department of Education. So when it comes to understanding taxes, there's literally a million things to talk about, and this podcast could be hours long, but that's not needed for most people. Everyone has a different tax return, but in general, everyone wants the same thing, to save money, and although tax evasion is illegal, tax avoidance is perfectly legal, and that's what I help clients do. So I'm going to outline a few of the most important things you do need to know when it comes to understanding your taxes, and more importantly, what you don't need to know so that you can stop spending time worrying about things that likely don't apply to you and can help give you clarity regarding your tax situation. So what do you need to know? What's important? April 15th is the tax day and is the day your prior year's tax return must be filed. Let me give you an example. By Thursday, April 15th of this year, 2021, you must have filed your 2020 tax return. The standard deduction for 2020 is $12,400 for single filers and $24,800 if you're married filing jointly. What does that mean? You may hear a neighbor say, you don't have to file your taxes if you make under $10,000. And that neighbor has the gist of it right, but what they're saying is, you don't have to file an income tax return if your taxable income is less than the standard deduction which constantly changes. And that number is once again, 12,400 if you're single and 24,800 if you're married filing jointly. If you earn income through self-employment, then this doesn't apply to you and you still do have to pay taxes. But in many cases, it makes sense to pay taxes. And when we think about paying taxes, we think of giving the government money and nothing else. Well, let's look at it the other way. If you're a single taxpayer, and you earn $2,500 during the year, and you have $300 withheld for federal taxes, that means you may be entitled to a refund for the entire $300. And it may make sense to file a tax return to claim the refund. So when it comes to taxes and whether or not you should file, 
we often think that when you go ahead and file taxes, that the government is going to be taking money, which is true. That's what's happening. But that does mean when you do go ahead and file that tax return, you may be entitled to a refund, which means if you don't file, you might be leaving potential refunds on the table. Tax rates can be confusing. I've always been confused by them, especially going up through high school, and it wasn't until college that I had a keen understanding of how it works, and it's been tremendously helpful. So here's an example I like to illustrate. Let's say your income is $75,000 for the year. Well, that means you're in the 22% tax bracket. We have a marginal tax bracket system in this country, which means you pay taxes at the 22% tax rate for all $75,000, right? Actually, no. That's not how it works. In our current tax system, it means that part of your income is taxed at 10%. Everything above that is taxed at 12%. Everything above that is taxed at 22%. For additional clarification, if both Bill Gates and Ari Taublieb, who are going to soon be close friends probably, if both of their tax returns were analyzed, the IRS would find that we pay the same exact tax rate on the first 10% the same exact tax rate on the next 12%. We pay the same exact tax rate when we're at that certain rate. It's only over the rate of income that ta Bill Gates is making, which is significantly more than Ari Talbot, I can tell you, that he's paying a different tax rate. So when it comes to taxes, it can be extremely overwhelming. I know I was overwhelmed, overwhelmed and you don't want to make a mistake when it comes to filing your taxes which is why many people go to H&R Block, which can be great. But as your income increases, you want to ensure you have a CPA, a tax preparer that is doing all the right things and helping you save more than they're charging. People often ask me whether or not it makes sense to pay for someone to prepare a tax return or to do, simply do it themselves. I say it depends on the complexity of your situation. TurboTax can be great. Maybe you just have a W-2 and maybe you want to just report some interest, dividends, or capital gains, well, TurboTax might make a lot of sense. But if you have a more intense tax situation and you're hoping to take advantage of maybe deductions or some other tax advantages that maybe you want to talk to a CPA about, well, it might very well make sense to pay that fee to the tax preparer because what they're saving you is not only that money but the peace of mind of knowing that you're taking advantage fully of your tax situation. So you don't want to be paying for a service that you may be able to do on TurboTax, which may be thousands of dollars, but once again, it comes down to the complexity of your taxes. <laughs> Next, I want to transition to unemployment taxes. So many Americans lost their job during the pandemic, and for those that did, unemployment stepped in. For those that received unemployment, you will need to pay income taxes on that money. That's due, once again, Thursday, April 15th of 2021, for any unemployment you received in 2020. If you received PUA, Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, that money is taxable, which means you owe taxes on that money, and you will receive a Form 1099-G. Watch out for that in the few coming months, especially if you're going to be filing your taxes. For the 2020 tax return, which you owe, once again, Thursday, April 15th of 2021. Now, I want to transition to tax credits. There are many tax credits, such as child tax credits, earned income tax credits, but most notably, you're going to hear about medical deductions. You're going to hear about business deductions, charitable deductions. But what is a tax credit exactly? 
Well, a tax credit is just an amount of money that taxpayers, you, me, Bill Gates, McDonald's, we subtract them directly from taxes owed to the government. So to better understand it, let's take another example. A deduction reduces the amount of overall taxable income that you owe. Once again, the deductions reduce the overall income that's taxable. Tax credits reduce the actual amount of tax that you owe. So rather than reduce it, they actually dollar for dollar reduce the actual amount that you owe. Here's a better way of thinking about it without that jargon. Tax credits are more favorable than tax deductions because a tax credit reduces the taxes you owe, not just the amount of taxable income. Here's an example. Let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket. An individual would save 22 cents for every dollar deducted. However, a tax credit would reduce the tax liability by the full dollar. For a full video illustration, I've linked a video in the description. In the description, Go ahead and check that out. Some good news after all that information. Your stimulus check, hopefully you've all received both by now and more should be coming, will, count as, will not count as taxable income. You do not owe taxes on that money. I know that was a whole lot of information and taxes can be overwhelming, but breaking it down and hearing it multiple times, I promise it will all sink in eventually. See you all next week and hope that was helpful. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know if there's anything in particular you would like me to discuss by submitting a question at personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.